Hello, and welcome to my podcast, The Black Eye. I am your host, Michelle. It's a little cloudy out there today, but it's still kind of nice. I hope it's sunny where you are and you get to go out and enjoy this great summer weather. As you well know, summer is much too short. Today, I am going to be talking about that dreaded subject. Yes, you know the one. The COVID, uh, the Delta variant. Um, uh, I came across a very interesting article today. Uh, one of, I think, one of the more honest articles regarding the Delta variant. Um, to date, uh, from U.S. News and World Report. And the title of it is How the Delta Variant Upends Assumptions About the Coronavirus. As you well know, uh, New York and California are summarily forcing people or demanding or, you know, what are they doing? Mandating. COVID-19 vaccines. You must be vaccinated in order to um, work for the city or for the states, I believe. And if you refuse to get the vaccination, then you must be tested every week and wear a mask and suffer. You know, I don't say suffer, but you know, you have to go through your, 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 your paces, so to speak. And, um, so I came across this article because, you know, the terrified vaccinated people have all of a sudden been terrified by the unvaccinated people. And so I just wanted to read this article and share it with you and discuss um, what it all means to us out here in the real world. It goes on to read, the Delta variant is the fastest, fittest, and most formidable version of the coronavirus that that causes COVID-19 the world has encountered. It is upending assumptions about the disease even as nations loosen restrictions and open their economies, according to virologists and epidemiologists, oh my God, epidemiologists, forgive me. Vaccine protection remains very strong against severe cases or severe disease and hospitalizations caused by any version of the coronavirus, and those most at risk are still the unvaccinated, according to interviews with 10 leading COVID-19 experts. So we're not necessarily carrying people who are unvaccinated, are not necessarily carrying the, the virus as is kind of being uh, believed, but unvaccinated people are at risk, as with the COVID-19 itself. But evidence is mounting that the Delta variant, first identified in India, is capable of affecting, of infecting fully vaccinated people at a greater rate than previous versions, and concerns have been raised that they may have, may even spread the virus, these experts said. And that's what I had a question about that. 
you know, can vaccinated people uh, spread the virus to a person who is not vaccinated and test naked? As a result, targeted use of masks, social distancing, and other measures may again be needed in countries with broad vaccination campaigns, several of them said. Israel recently reinstated mask-wearing requirements indoors and requires travelers to quarantine upon arrival. U.S. officials are considering whether to revise mask guidance for the vaccinated. Los Angeles County, the most populous in the United States, is again requiring masks even among the vaccinated in indoor public spaces. The biggest risk to the world at the moment is simply Delta, said microbiologist Sharon Peacock, who runs Britain's efforts to to sequence the genomes of coronavirus variants, calling it the fittest and fastest variant yet. Viruses constantly evolve through mutations with new variants arising. Sometimes these are more dangerous than the original. The major worry about the Delta variant is not that it makes people sicker, but that it spreads far more easily from person to person, increasing infections and hospitalizations among the unvaccinated. Public Health England said on Friday that of a total of 3,692 people hospitalized in Britain with the Delta variant, 58.3% of them were unvaccinated and 22.8% were fully vaccinated. In Singapore, where Delta is most common is the most common variant, government officials reported on Friday. This is very weird. Make up three quarters of recent COVID nineteen cases on seven twenty three twenty one, and that three quarters of these of the coronavirus cases occurred among vaccinated individuals though none were severely ill. Israeli health officials have said 60% of current hospitalized COVID-19 cases are in vaccinated people. Most of them are age 60 or older and often have underlying health problems. In the United States, which has experienced more COVID-19 cases and deaths than any other country, The Delta variant represents about 83% of new infections. So far, unvaccinated people represent nearly 97% of severe cases. Dr. Monica Gandhi, an infectious diseases doctor at the University of California, San Francisco, said many vaccinated people are, quote, disappointed, so disappointed, that they are not 100% protected from mild infections. But the fact that nearly all Americans hospitalized with COVID-19 right now are unvaccinated is pretty astounding effectiveness, she said. There is always the illusion that there is a magic bullet that will solve all our problems. The coronavirus is teaching us a lesson, said Davidovich, director of Ben-Gurion University School of Public Health in Israel. The Pfizer Inc. BioNTech vaccine, one of the most effective against COVID-19 so far, 
appeared only 41% effective at halting symptomatic infections in Israel over the past month as the Delta variant spread, according to Israeli government data. Israeli experts said this information requires more analysis before conclusions can be drawn. Protections from the individual is very strong. Protection for infecting others is significantly lower, Davidovich said. A study in China found that people infected with the Delta variant carry 1,000 times more virus in their noses compared with the original version first identified in Wuhan in 2019. And it goes on to read, that's why the vaccines are going to be challenged. The people who are vaccinated have got to be especially careful. This is a tough one. In the United States, the, the Delta variant has taken hold just as many Americans vaccinated and not have stopped wearing, just as many Americans vaccinated and not have stopped wearing masks indoors. It's a double whammy, Topol said. The last thing you want is to loosen restrictions when you're confronting the most formidable version of the virus yet. The development of highly effective vaccines may have led many people to believe that once vaccinated, COVID-19 posed little threat to them. Well, I don't know who led us to believe that because there was a direct question asked. Um, about the vaccine's effectiveness against the Delta variant. And most people, if I recall, were told that if they were completely and fully vaccinated, they wouldn't have to worry about the vaccine, uh, the Delta variant. So I'm particularly curious about um, how people were supposed that um, the vaccines were going to protect them um, on their own free will when I'm sure, I'm pretty sure I heard scientists say, and we know which scientists might have said it, um, that if you had the very, the, if you were fully vaccine, vaccinated, oh my Lord, if you were fully vaccinated, that you didn't have to worry about the Delta variant. That you were fine against the Delta variant. Now they're walking that back a little bit. Now they're saying, well, you know, no vaccine is 100% effective. You know, you have to expect that, you know, you're going to get the you're going to get the COVID-19 and um you know, you're going to get COVID-19, but your symptoms won't be uh severe. They will be mild. You certainly won't go to the hospital and uh you certainly won't die. But I propose that they really don't know that because this uh, vaccine is, excuse me, this virus is particularly infectious. Um, it's particularly infectious. And they're already talking about booster shots. Booster shots. Because we know that the efficacy of this particular virus is not slated, especially in the Johnson & Johnson variety, um, it's, it's not 
of you know for a long period of time you're not forever protected against COVID um, at some point you will have to get a booster shot so does this justify the states mandating vaccinations the media sure is pushing that scenario uh, they're definitely pushing for uh, the unvaccinated to be segregated if you listen to my podcast yesterday well late yesterday or early this morning um, there was a whole 52 minutes about how uh, the media is making uh, a narrative, forming a narrative, and trying to convince the Biden administration to mandate vaccines all over the United States. But in particular, I want you to hear uh, someone from CNN. I don't know the man's name, but uh, it came up on my feed, and I want you to listen to his take on what should happen to the unvaccinated. That's responsibility, balance between the individual and the community. And that's what we're dealing with right now as the Delta variant cases spike. Fill hospitals. The unvaccinated are holding America's recovery hostage. The anti-maskers turned anti-vaxxers are not just putting their own lives at risk. If that was the issue, we could just say that we can watch them compete to win place or show in the Darwin Awards. The problem is that we're all going to pay for their politicization of science and public health. That's why after months of offering encouragement and incentives, Cities like New York and states like California have decided to mandate vaccinations or weekly testing for government workers. The Department of Veteran Affairs now requiring vaccinations, raising the question whether President Biden will expand the mandate to more federal agencies. Now, this has provoked predictable outrage among the freedom to infect you crowd, with a flurry of so-called medical freedom bills lying in wait. Former George W. Bush speechwriter Michael Gerson calls performative libertarianism. Because all this screaming about freedom ignores the fact that five routine childhood vaccines, including for measles, mumps, and polio, are required to attend school in all 50 states. No one's called for that mandate to be overturned, because it makes sense, and it works. But you'll still hear some folks wail that vaccine mandates are unconstitutional. That's just not true. This has been settled law for more than 115 years, when the Supreme Court ruled that states could impose reasonable requirements for immunization during a deadly smallpox outbreak. Now, in many states, there are religious and even philosophical exemptions from vaccine mandates, but it's not clear that owning the libs qualifies for one of those exemptions. And let's be honest, that's what we're really dealing with here, a poisonous form of polarization. Refusing to get a vaccine during a pandemic for political reasons isn't libertarian, because it violates the basic principle that my right to swing my fist ends at your nose. You know what also isn't libertarian? Making other people pay for your mistakes. Get this, the average cost of hospital care for 
COVID cases. This is high as $78,000 for patients between age 41 and 60. That's according to a recent analysis by Fairhealth. Remember, the unvaccinated now make up more than 97% of hospitalizations, virtually all preventable. You and I are going to pay for that one way or another. If those patients are uninsured, they'll still get treatment through the Hippocratic Oath, presumably without complaining about socialism in the process. If they're on Medicare or Medicaid, the taxpayers pick up the tab. And if they're insured, premiums will eventually go up for the rest of us. Because ironically, the unvaccinated will not pay a higher rate due to their increased risk, thanks to the Affordable Care Act, which bars discrimination on insurance costs. For all that talk about freedom, the free market doesn't really apply here. They take the risk, the rest of us pay the cost. So much for the allegedly conservative value of personal responsibility. But then that's just been revealed to be another scam. Speaking of which, folks who think they're being partisan warriors by refusing to get the vaccine might not know that Fox News is requiring its own version of a vaccine passport. While bigwig Republican donors were required to show a negative COVID test and a posh RNC retreat in Florida. We know that COVID disinformation is deadly. So, in this case, is COVID hypocrisy. But we're all reaping what they've sown. The most absurd, self-defeating theology imaginable. <laughs> Lemmings scurrying towards a cliff while screaming about freedom. The danger is that they take the rest of us down with them, while potentially compelling a new round of lockdowns that no one wants. That's why we need to remember that real freedom requires responsibility and a connection between common sense and the common good. And that's your reality check. So you heard it here, folks. You heard him in his self-righteous uh, uh, beating up of the unvaccinated, even though studies have shown that amongst the unvaccinated are the young people who feel that they are in good shape, they exercise, they're not overweight, they're healthy, they have no secondary uh, conditions, high blood pressure, diabetes, etc., and that COVID-19 and its Delta variant will not touch them. But they're still, still, trying to blame conservatives for being unvaccinated. It doesn't matter that people over 60 uh, 60 and over have already been vaccinated. It doesn't matter that 186 million, according to Jin Psaki, if I got that number incorrectly, I'll go back and check it, but uh, over 100 million at least people have been vaccinated. Close to 70% of people have been vaccinated. But here we are, blaming conservatives for the people choosing to be unvaccinated. They're taking the masks off. They want life to be difficult for you. You notice that they are doing it only in New York City. It's not all in New York State, but in New York City, uh, Bill de Blasio wants to, you know, leave on a, on a high or what he thinks is a political high. Uh, L.A. County wants to leave on their political high because, you know, Newsom 
is about to be recalled. Uh, he's in serious trouble there. So who's making it political? Because people aren't even discussing being political. They're making their own choices based on the pros and cons in their own lives. This is not about politics. Who's making it politi uh, political? He's sitting here making it political. He's sitting here talking about politics. If Donald Trump was in office, do you think that things would be different? Do you think people would overwhelmingly be gung-ho about an experimental uh, uh, vaccine or, pe or a vaccine that they considered to be experimental used in an emergency use? What happened when we were younger, a hundred and some odd years ago, is far different than today. Far different than today. Of course we take those vaccines. Of course we administer those to our children. We, people who choose not to take this particular vaccine are not anti-vaxxers. They're not. They're simply not anti-vaxxers. They're hesitant. Some people are probably going to get the vaccine anyways. They're waiting to see. They're standing back. They're not being the first or the first five or the first 100 million or the first 175 million people, persons to go get that vaccine. Any vaccine. They're waiting. They're looking. They are, they are, are observing. This Delta variant, they don't really know all there is to know about this variant. They keep saying these words. It's rare. It's rare that it will break through to the vaccines. It's very rare. It's very rare. But you, you heard me read the article that the vaccines are very strong against the variant, against the variant. That, you know, you're, you're going to get a mild symptom at best. You're not going to be hospital, uh, hospitalized. You know, you're not going to be uh, severely ill. But here we go. And you should know, you know, this guy is from CNN. I don't know his name. I don't make it a point of knowing anybody's name on CNN. I would like to forget that I have ever been a lifetime watcher of that news garbage for most of my life. I remember it when it was truly the most trusted name in news. Bernard Shaw. You know, I remember that. I remember its infancy. I know I just dated myself, but I, I remember. It's a cesspool of self-righteous, smug individuals 
who don't really care to inform you. All he's doing is cause it, if you have hesitancy, he's going to just keep you in, in hesitancy because he's condescending. And if you are pro-vaccine and you're a raging vaccination person, great. He's just going to put some fire on there and sow more division because that's what they do. That's what they do. And I, I still, you know, I still have an, a question about, you know, if I'm testing every week and I'm negative for COVID-19, do I still uh, catch it from a person who is fully vaccinated? Is that a thing? They don't even know. They can't even answer the question. I'm going to take a moment to read something on Twitter. It's from Connie's Corner. And it's a picture of uh, people appears to be uh, demonstrating. And it speaks to the questions and real concerns that people have. And the title is, Riddle Me This. If the tests work, why the false positives? If the mask works, why the six feet? If the six feet works, why the mask? If all three work, why the lockdown? If all four work, why the vaccine? If the vaccine is safe, why the no liability clause? If this vaccine is as effective as they say it is, why are people contracting the Delta variant? Why are you contracting the variant? That's a question. And what of these people who have these side effects? They do talk about these side effects. I don't believe that these people are fake people coming up here talking, you know, going online to talk about fake, uh, fake symptoms and fake side effects. Those are real. What about the blood clots? Those are real. How many people get that? And what, how does that weigh with your ability to be, the, the vaccine's ability to be effective with you or for you? Those are all real issues. And they have nothing to do with politics. Nobody really gives a damn about Biden. We don't give a damn about the left. Nobody cares. They're all old. 
and crazy. Nobody cares about sticking it to them. Nobody cares. If Trump was in office, it would probably be the same. Because as Americans, we have reason to look side-eye at government. After what has been said and done over the recent years about this COVID-19 and its origins and all the suppression, we have reason to be a little hesitant. You have reason to be hesitant. Anyways, I just wanted to share this little tidbit with you today. Uh, If you have made it this far in the podcast, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that I helped you in some way or at least help you to blow off steam and maybe learn something. Um, Please leave a voice message. I will leave a link in the description. And uh, once again, thank you for listening. You have a great day.